The following podcast has been rated TVMA, NSFW, R, and NC-17, so it is not safe for kids. Put your children to bed. You spend enough time with them anyway. Say, friend. Hey, mate. Sup, guy? You there. I'm talking to you. Are you looking for a way to have fun that's safe and socially responsible? Of course you are! Just because we're all shut in to avoid spreading a deadly pandemic doesn't mean we can't have a good time doing it! Why not spend an evening with Chicago's most trusted best liqueur, Jepson's Malort? Its unusual full-bodied flavor is a taste savored by two-fisted drinkers. So, if you think your two fists are strong enough, why not grab a shot of the only booze ballsy enough to let me rip on it and powerful enough to keep even the most maskless troublemaker a good six feet away? So, if the lockdown's got you down, why not have a shot of Malort? If you're going insane, self-isolation is lame. Just do a shot of Malort. Malort, aiding in social distancing since the 1930s and proud sponsor of Chad the Podcast, which is what you're listening to right now. I can't promise that you like me you could go downhill I can't promise that you love me But you probably will I can't promise you forever Hey, what's going on? You ever wake up and stretch really good? 2021's got that going for it, which is nice I like a good stretch as much as the next bird Get those wings out, baby! Big wings! Make them jealous Stretching relieves tension, that's the deal, and it keeps your muscles flexy and sexy. Those of us of the avian persuasion will stretch one wing and one opposite foot at the same time because we got to refresh a lot more than you hairy skin punks do because we're on our feet all day. We don't do ergonomic chairs. We do stand-up desks like goddamn professionals. Here in 2021, the world is slowly coming back offline. Yeah, I know the saying goes coming back online, but that's all we've been doing. It's like we're all collectively stretching together because we haven't been able to relieve that tension, refresh our muscles, get flexy in like a year and change. So, yeah, no shit. Feels good. Feels good to flex. And no one flexes harder than motherfucking nature. Trees, rivers, salmon spawning, and the damn moon are all part of the nature flex. And you can really feel her stretching out on the reg. Is that science? No, it's a metaphor. Calm down. Do it down, dog, and get right with yourself. The little blue blob we all share is never at rest. It is a moving, shaking, stretching, badass ball of math and traditions that we are all a part of, whether we want to remember or even acknowledge. Nature don't care. Nature's nature is to nature, and it's on a tight schedule. And on the old 2021 itinerary is a particularly huge flex that those of us in the central, eastern, and southern part of the U.S. are going to be a part of, whether we liked it or not, called cicadas. Like time, age, and seasonal Oreos, the annual cycle of the periodical cicada is inevitable, so we're just going to have to let it happen. First off, cicadas are not locusts, so close your Bible and chill out. Locusts 
are a flying group of a species of grasshopper called shorthorn of House Acrididae. That's like the Lannister of grasshoppers. And they are more destructive than a Targaryen on a bad day. The cicadas are from the superfamily Cicadoidae of the order Hemeptera, kind of like House Tyrell. Look, you know somebody who read Game of Thrones, okay? Go ask them. I'm not trying to flex. The name cicada is a Latin automatopoeia, meaning it sounds like the sound it makes. And that's not hard to imagine because they sound like mini lawnmowers and they've sounded like that since back when people spoke Latin. So, you know, the old ways die hard sometimes. The Magis Cicada is the one auditioning for Bugs Got Talent at top volume around April, May, also known as the Periodical Cicada. Called that because, you know, they come around every once in a while. Exclusively North American, the periodic cicadas come around every 13 and 17 years in tight squads called broods, and they are labeled accordingly. Here in 2021, Brood X will be stopping by for a singing fuck before dying and disappearing again until 2038, and that's how it's always been. There's also annual cicadas that pop up every year, but we're talking about the premier species, so respect way it works is like this. Male cicadas live for two to four weeks because they don't follow Amazon Prime rules. Fuck Bezos. And in that time, they mate. And then the females of the species drop hundreds of eggs in pencil-sized branches of trees, which is really the only potentially harmful thing that cicadas do. Because if your trees aren't strong enough to handle the brood, then a couple of branches get snapped. Unlike locusts that will eat all your plants, bail out, and not pay. So let's stop calling cicadas the 17-year locusts, because that's just disrespectful. Cicadas want to date, bang, and die. That's it. Leave them alone. Cicadas lay up to 600 eggs before dying. And then six to 10 weeks later, those little baby torpedoes hatch and the nymphs fall from the trees and they burrow six to 18 inches underground. And that is where the party planning begins. Those six-legged bug moles live drinking from tree roots like Jim Henson Creations or an underground indie band that's just working on their sound for 17 years. And then when the ground temperature gets around 64 degrees, usually by April, May, but judging how the earth has been flexing lately, who the fuck knows what's going to happen in the future. They crawl out of their little old hobbit holes, ready to drop the hottest album of the Septa decade. They molt out of their old skins and they harden into three penny long black bodies, clear wings and bold red eyes like hell's mosquitoes. But that's really just to help them stay hidden in the trees because cicadas are cryptics, which means they blend in like a Scientologist at a Best Buy. The males have themselves a fancy sound system made up of vibrating membranes along their wings that make the signature phone on vibrate getting spam calls sound we all know and love to attract females. Those little dorm room troubadours slam their timbles at around 90 to 100 decibels, which is about as loud as a lawnmower at three feet. And like that neighbor kid mowing for 20 bucks, it is the sound of summer, baby. If the weather is consistently warm, like the flocking suburban seniors of summer break in Daytona Beach, they will hit it heavy and take off quickly around mid-July with a lifespan of four to six weeks only to start the spin cycle all over again. But how do they know? Why do they do it? Who taught them math? No one. That's crazy. Cicadas have been around longer than math, 
And that's kind of how it's worked in their favor. Periodical cicadas emerge like clockwork because they're delicious. Everything wants to munch them, and there's plenty of them to munch. The animals that want to munch them are also breeding in cycles of their own. And so when these long game cicadas were developing, some of them would go off script and they would pop up and out in an even number of years. Around the same time, those munch-happy predators were also spawning in big numbers. So they got ate and disappeared, leaving the ones that bred on the prime side, 13 and 17 years, to survive and thrive. So now, thanks to nature, they just continue the tradition. But I hear you. If they're so delicious, how the hell are they still available? Well... Like the holy McRib itself, they're only available for a limited time. Nature practices something called predator satiation. Basically, things that other things eat need to survive, so those things can eat them in the future, so they breed in mass quantities, so thems that eat them don't wipe them out. Kind of like when you double down on the seasonal Oreos because you know you're going to go ham and they got to last the weekend. Cicadas breed in the billions, millions per square mile. And they do so to rival all house parties so that when the cops come, yeah, they nab Skeeler and it's his dad's place, but there were just too many of us. So the party raged on so much, so much does it rage on that a type of mushroom with psychedelic properties called Mesospora cicadina has evolved alongside the party bugs. And when they emerge, the spores are waiting and then they infect them. And then after 10 days, they pop their actual dicks off and replace their abdomens with spore plates, making them sex zombies because nobody flexes harder than motherfucking nature. So here in 2021, as we wake up to the world again and you hear the summer sound of billions of cicadas singing songs and getting laid, remember to take a moment and stretch out yourself because it feels good. It's good for you, and it has been a long, long, long time. Plus, it's in your nature. Okay, now we're going to go to commercial, and when we come back, me and Whitney Chitwood, after a year and change in the lockdown are going to meet up and talk about bugs. Oh, hey, podcast people. It's Chad the Bird, and this is a commercial for something super cool that you should totally get into. But why me? And why you? Well, here's the deal. I have a brand new show in the works just for you that will hearken you back to a time before when things were random and all bets were off, when Ecto Cooler roamed the land and you would wake up early on Saturday mornings. Remember those days? been too long since we've had reason and now here i am with you and that reason and that reason is a brand new live action show starring me and an army of comedians musicians writers actors celebs and randos streaming right into your desktop on saturday mornings live 
TV used to be wild, free, untamed by plot and point, remember? When it was just whatever the hell you got, like Halloween candy. Sometimes it's chocolate, sometimes it's a pack of chalky bullshit. Either way, that's the game. My new show will stack your pumpkin bucket with random comedy, music, spoken word, and whatever the hell people give me into 20 minutes of prime internet escape written and performed by the best of the best and the best we can afford right into your home Saturday mornings live. So join me, Chad the Bird, and donate to my Patreon now to bring back the good old days of nonsense to your Saturday mornings. Funding will help produce and maintain a monthly show that we hope to turn into a bi-monthly show, and hey, you go all ham on this and we'll go weekly. Take back your Saturday mornings, reclaim random, and give me money. Chad the Bird is my name, and my new show is all for you, podcast people. So click the link and get in on it. Is that good? Oh, fuck, we're still recording? Holy shit, what do you think cicadas are going to think when all these cicadas come up into our enough. current society? Well, you figure it, for them, it's like Burning Man. For them, it's like following the dead around. For them, it's a, it's a fucking street fest that they look forward to every 17 years. And they show up, but we haven't done anything. There's no decorations. <laughs> Nobody's at the party. The music's not on. There's no stages. They'll be like, what the fuck happened here? Like, yeah, that is true. We don't play any music for them, so they just scream and try and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like we are in such a high anxiety state right now that their screams are going to get reactions they weren't expecting. Because like <laughs> back well, in the day, they would show up and people would be like, ah, fucking cicadas. Oh, whatever. I'm going to go have a glass of lemonade. Nowadays, we're like, hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Or people freak out and, of course, call 911. Like, Which actually idiots. happened. People did that. <laughs> how, how far uh, gone are we now that, like, we hear a fucking summer night cicada and we're like, Barry, what the fuck is that? Is that fucking aliens? <laughs> Barry's like, what? I know what'll help. Let's call the cops. <laughs> that article that you sent me talking about the people calling 911 <laughs> started with the words at the beginning of the article are, we told you that this was coming. Quote, we've been warning you for weeks. A massive <laughs> swarm of cicadas are emerging from their dormant state and creating a lot of noise. Period. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't so call them brood X. That could be why <laughs> people are freaking out right now. Yeah, it does sound like they come from Professor Xavier's School for Extraordinary Young People. <laughs> or even worse, something that was summoned that the X-Men have to fight. Where they're like mm. sitting around and like Cyclops is like, y'all, I was just watching TV in Georgia County and um, there's Brood X is coming. And we'll Yeah, it does. <laughs> It does sound like it does sound like an enemy on a poorly written CW superhero show. <laughs> or it's like a Captain Planet enemy. Several different kinds of bugs come together to form Brood X. It's like a fucking Transformers. See, I try not to date myself, but like I was gonna say Voltron, but then I was like, is that you always in? pick up the tab? Why don't you date yourself? <laughs> Yeah, I wonder what the I wonder what cicada lore is like. Like, what's the lore that they tell themselves? You well, know, let's see, because they've been underground. Brood X, the current um, generation of cicadas, since two thousand and four, hanging out underground, just getting the news as it comes to them. Right? 
So like, I'm sure they think it's just fucking chaos up here. Cause you know that yeah. they don't have like the Wi-Fi sucks down there. So no, this is a delay like, for sure. Yeah. They're not going to be jamming on it. Like on a constant stream. They're just going to be checking their Facebooks to see what everybody's talking about. Yeah. They don't even know. They're not even to Olivia Rodrigo yet. Like they are. <laughs> <laughs> they just... They're still on St. Vincent and David Burns album. You know what I mean? That's how back. That's how backed up they are on pop culture. They, they just, they just found like they're not. I feel bad when they find out Daft Punk broke up, like after <laughs> yeah. all the shit that's going on right now. And then, oh by the way, Daft Punk broke up. That's why they're screaming. <laughs> well, they call out to Daft Punk once they arrive. <laughs> it's the only sound they recognize. <laughs> um, I mean, oh, so, you, so you grew up in the country, though. Like mm-hmm. you grew up on farms and things. So yeah. you have any like um, tight memories with cicadas and locusts and that that summer sound? Yeah, I mean, I never remember it being like deafening. Yeah, I, I remember there being that like either. a people are super fucking, like, Oh, it's so annoying. I'm like, is it? When has that been a problem? I guess it's an Indiana thing, you know, like everything else. Sure, um, but because maybe they don't make it all the way over here. Maybe only a few come this way. But I, yeah. Cause like you go northish to like a suburb, they are a little louder. Well, I mean, I assume they don't want to pop up around the city. There's so much going on. They all they've been gone for 17 years. All their venture passes have expired. There's no way they're gonna get around. Yeah, and it's so much harder to get laid in the city. You know, yeah. you have to have a full command of apps right now, or you're not getting you're not getting it in. You know. Yeah, and that's that's literally what you're here for. It's the Vegas fucking weekend. Just like. <laughs> It's like weird, gross Vegas prom. Well, we're just here to get laid and get drunk. That's it. That's why we came here. <laughs> Truly, why isn't this on the forefront of everyone's mind? People are out there studying the fungus that affects the cicadas. Like, oh, I fucking love that they're that they're also getting it in shrooms. Like that the cicadas are like, yeah, we're gonna get ripped and bang in that order. <laughs> yeah, and then, but then, like, also their dicks fall off, which is. <laughs> Well, I mean, circle of life. Yeah, for sure. Nature's a dick like that. Oh, which is so funny to me. Nature's not giving them a break at all. It's like, you're you're not evolving to the point where you have like complex systems of societies. You're not like communicating effectively with other species. It's like, no, 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 no. You're going to discover these mushrooms that get you super high uh, and then your dicks fall off. Good luck. And the cicadas are like, wait, what? No, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, God, it's just, and it turns them into sex monsters too, ironically. It's true. Actual zombie (laughs) sex monsters. That just have fallen off genitals. And then also I think they take the genitals from the people that they're like, or the people. (laughs) They take them from the people. They will be in your homes. Don't answer the door during mating season. If you hear a sound that's above 110 decibels, and it sounds like somebody's starting a tiny lawnmower. That's a cicada. <laughs> and it wants your penis. <laughs> it's coming for your vulva. It, um, <laughs> oh, God, it's so funny. It's so funny because they've spent so many, like, so long underground just waiting to come up and fuck. And then they finally get there. And then it's all they want to do, but they have no genitals to do it with. Right, because these... these <laughs> 
Well, these mushrooms are fuckers because they got in there and they're like, hey, you guys, you know, a fucking surefire way to spread the message. What? What's that? Fucking cicada penises. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, no, cicada penises. Look, fuck Facebook. Fuck Instagram. Don't worry about it. It's fucking old news. Fuck TikTok. We're just going to put our QR code out there <laughs> and make it super delicious for cicadas and we'll also get them high. But then our QR code shows up where their dicks were. Follow me on this. <laughs> and all you have to do is take a picture and bam, you go to the website. <laughs> I love to, I love too that it's like the, the mushrooms have like traces of amphetamines in them too. And in the other article, you sent me three articles. And in the third article you sent me, they talked about, <laughs> they had to be like, Hey, fucking don't eat them. Like <laughs> humans, Hey <laughs> the scientists were like, yes, they are basically like Adderall and magic mushrooms combined, but you yeah. have to eat so many of them and you're going to get so sick. Meanwhile, there's also people who are creating cookbooks for this time. And well, it's just like, why does they, no one communicate? <laughs> first of all, two things are happening. First off, people figured out how to eat cicadas, which should have been a, just nixed from the fucking gene pool right away the first subspecies <laughs> of human that was like, you know, we could eat these, bam, done. Never enters the gene pool again. I was going to ask if you if you are a, a connoisseur of yeah, cicadas. I've eat, well, I've eaten many different types of bugs in my life because fuck you, don't be a prude. But like <laughs> uh, the cicada has like a potato. It tastes like a fried potato, which is not, not delicious. But when you <laughs> eat a cicada, you're kind of like, that little fucker was waiting 17 years to pop up here and get fucking going. And they don't, I guess, well, I, I say that, but I don't know if they're eating dead ones, but I doubt very much that there are chefs out there, let alone the ones that would eat a cicada, would wait for a dead one. I'm sure they'd be like, nah, hit it in the head and eat it. That's what we've been doing with all the other animals. <laughs> with the tiniest hammer. <laughs> Tink. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. <laughs> What's it taste like? So kind of like a potato. Oh. What other bugs, Moving what other bugs on. have you eaten? Uh, crickets have had those fried um those actually make delicious salad toppings if you find you have too many crickets mm -hmm. uh i don't i'm not a i'm not a big fan of ants but like chocolate covered ants aren't terrible they're just like crunchy Ooh. Oh. have you ever had them on a log see no i was lied to because that <laughs> those are raisins which is the worst thing no. to lie about eating wait those what aren't ants? Do, what do you do ants on? Oh, yeah, no, they're raisins. I'm sorry to fucking pull the the curtain back. Oh, next you're going to tell me the log is like fucking, I don't know, asparagus or something. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> was it asparagus for you? Wait, yeah, okay, well, I what, what is ants on a log for you seriously from when you were a child? Because no adults don't eat those anymore. It's asparagus, jelly, and cashews, right? <laughs> actually doesn't sound too bad to be honest crumble up some uh, the cashews. asparagus really fucks it up i think well you don't want to use just like a grape jelly you get like a mint jelly or something fancy a fancy jelly Ooh, yeah with like little some little things that get stuck in your teeth inside yeah. of it you definitely need to have stuff that gets stuck in your teeth otherwise you're not simulating eating ants you're not <laughs> do you remember the big i guess it was probably the early aughts the huge prevalency of like blackout restaurants where oh, you would go you go and they blindfold you and shit and then all the lights would be off yeah and then they would feed you stuff 
Yeah, I was, feel did that did, did that rise in prevalency do like in tandem with Fear Factor? Was that the <laughs> impetus of it? Do you think? I feel like all those discount haunted houses that, that you had to attend when you were a child, or it was just like we don't have enough money to make anything scary. Just shut the lights off and put your hand in this bowl of goo, and we're gonna <laughs> tell you what it is. Like that never gets old. It's always freaky to put your hand in a bowl of goo when the lights are off. I don't care what's going on. <laughs> Speaking of speaking of uh, fear factor and bugs on drugs, what drug would you want to do if there were no like negative consequences? And preemptively, my answer was DMT. But then fucking Joe Rogan ruined like everything else. Joe Rogan ruined DMT as well. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know how to reconcile the fact that I still have a desire to do DMT. And it's just like, but. I don't know. Do I, will it be like branded Joe Rogan DMT? You know, does he like completely have the, you don't have to do the Rogan ropes or whatever. He's going to fucking call them when he (laughs) look, Joe Rogan hasn't ruined backwards hats or fucking t-shirts. I mean, maybe sublime did that a little earlier, but still I will rock one. Should I feel it necessary? It's the ultimate beach wear. (laughs) You don't have to worry about your hair Mm -hmm. and you don't have to worry about anyone caring because look at you, you have your backwards hat on fucking dudes at the beach. Leave him alone. So yeah, like, that's true. And whatever ruining of backwards hats Joe Rogan did, um, I think, you know, young, long, straight, long haired lesbians really like picked up the slack of, you know, yeah, we, we uh, really want to we want to thank all the straight haired lesbians out there for taking back the Joe Rogan look. <laughs> yeah, look he tried Joe to Rogan co-op ruined. it. Yeah, he tried to co-op it. But but we were like, no, caters are coming back. We should make the world better for him. <laughs> they only they wait 17 years to come hang out and we're fucking it up. We got to do better. Okay. So two, what, 2004, what was happening in 2004? Oh, fuck. Um, when the, like, what's going to be their nostalgia porn that we could try and talk to the cicadas about, you know, oh, yeah. they will be happy because 2012, the movie didn't happen. The world was not washed away by, um, several, several earthquakes. That's true. This specific brood had to reckon with the the assumed imminent doom of the Mayan calendar. Right. Of the misinterpreted we're inevitably Mayan we are, calendar. We're aware of actual doom that happens sans Mayans. Yeah. <laughs> Comedy's coming back. It just takes time, Whitney. You know, it just takes sometimes it takes time to get to the point. Sometimes it takes time to right the wrongs. And sometimes it's time for two minutes and ten questions. Are you ready? No, you're not. Nobody is. Uh, Number one, how did the larger female insect remind the smaller male of the species that he was about to be eaten head first? You, uh, I'm gonna, you better pray, man. Ah! Tis gonna be eating. Boom, one out of 10, start praying, man. Tis the season. Number two, why do people hate on insect puns? Uh, Because they bug them. Oh, two out of 10. What? Number three, what do you call an insect in trouble with the law at its trial? A defend ant. Oh my God, three (laughs) out of 10. What is happening? What is actually happening? Number four, why are hornets never asked to lecture on something? They always deliver stinging criticism. (laughs) They're not experts. They're just wannabes. Number five, where do bees- That was really good. (laughs) Where do bees waste time online? Uh, Oh, um, red, red hive. Red (laughs) Red hive. Eh, buzzfeed number six of course did you have an insect on your pants 
uh, buzz. <laughs> no, it was just Wait, a fly. You don't get to duck backpedal. <laughs> Number seven. What is a flying bug's favorite grilling style? Uh, hibachi. <laughs> <laughs> mosquito number eight what kind mm. of flying bug sucks at football flying bugs i don't know go ahead Anthony. <laughs> a fumblebee number nine what yeah. insects make the best undercover agents what insects make the best undercover agents oh that's of course private flies <laughs> <laughs> spiders and number 10 what do honey makers love with their sushi uh, wasabi yeah you are is that a record you are on the not just on the board you are leaderboard now you're billboard top 10 that is top notch you are you are fucking champion to beat we gotta do (sighs) a fucking uh like attorney one of these days to get all the champions in a room that would be fun how does it feel i don't remember how you did the last time you were on so i can't remember. i think i only got two the last time that's still pretty good that's like average good that's like a b plus but I mean to uh, B plus, uh, but I mean to double, to double my score. in I would say the course of a year is an incredible accomplishment. I absolutely want to thank uh, boredom and I want to thank uh, Twitter mostly. Uh, and no, you know what? Fuck Twitter. I don't want to thank it. Um, I mostly want to thank you, Chad, because uh-huh. it's, it's the time we've spent together over this past year True. that has really, uh, it's it's really sharpened my mind to these. And I think, I just, I think we're pretty simpatico. Yeah. Is that right? She ain't lying. <laughs> oh, private flies. Special thanks to the Barrera Kudas for their kick-ass song, Promises. That's the song you hear at the beginning and the end, and it's going underneath me right now. So just like, respect. Thank you to Jefferson's Malort for getting us through the pandemic because nothing is stronger than a shot of Malort. Thank you to Whitney Chitwood for coming back after all this time and for being my friend and being great. And thank you to you for listening. Hey, don't forget, June 5th, 2021, 10 a.m. CST. We're going to go live with episode two of that show that we're funding through the Patreon. And if you like it, give me money. And then, you know, we're going to talk next week. New guest, new story, new problems, new solutions, and, you know, new good times. That's what I can guarantee you. Because, like, like cicadas, I'm just going to come back. But unlike cicadas, it's not going to take me 17 friggin' years to get my shit together. You hear that? Guys are on blast. I'm not